What's up, man? We're setting a bar high, man. It's gonna be the best. It's gonna be the best thing you've ever listened to. (laughs) Or at least the best thing you're listening to right now. Yes. I would say second only to getting you to sing. Well, the the voice is in my head, but also getting you to sing a cappella for me is, is glorious. I love it. Oh yes. Especially in Icelandic. Yes. I have no idea what you're saying. You could be just (laughs) talking trash about me to my face and I would never know. As long as I'm smiling. As long as you can get away with it. He's saying such nice things. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> how was your week how you doing man Mild, brilliant nice it's been nice quite a lot of nice intentional work you know quite a lot of coaching just yeah cool cool really nice and time for some writing time for some thinking time yeah. for family you know yeah how you doing i'm doing well we had a uh, wedding last night to go to with some friends and that was fun and um, I'm sticking to my own she personal yes. goal of, she said, yes, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. No, nice. That's always so yes. nice when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Successful. Um, <clears throat> there's always that moment in the, in the, you know, in the, in the wedding process where they're like, and you're here today to marry this person. And it's like, I'm always waiting for that person to be like, I'd eh, rather not, but I um, pushed into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was drugged before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but had a good week, had a little bit of downtime, um, and taking advantage of that. The weather here is really nice. So getting out into the woods and hiking and mountain biking and it's been good. So no complaints on my end. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. And, uh, our thought for today was to round out the, uh, the trifecta of our stool metaphor and the trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> it sounds so macho when you say it that way. It's like yeah. Trifecta. The trifecta. Yeah. Um, which is the, the leg of spirituality. We've talked about the, the, the leg of the body and the leg of the mind. And now we're here to talk about spirit or spiritual. And uh, we were talking a little bit before we started and, and how interesting of a topic that tends to be because, it's difficult to wrap your your hands around the whole principle of it is that it's something unseen, right? Um, not that the the mind is seen, but we definitely see the manifestations of the way that we think much more easily than we see spirit. You know, uh, I've never met anybody that was very easily able to define and explain spirit or spiritual to me. Um, it's always something that's wrestled with. And so, yeah, but it's important. Yeah, I, it's, I, I love the fact that it's so different for people. Yeah. That it's so personal. It's just a mm-hmm. personal experience. And for me, if it is a personal experience instead of a learned behavior. Yes. It's so more, much more authentic. It's so much more yeah. real. It's a really good and point. There's, there's just a huge difference between you know, participating in a, in a spiritual experience or behavior or having mm-hmm. a spiritual experience mm-hmm. and the before and after is dramatically different. And 
yeah you know i want to emphasize that that spiritual means so many different things for a lot of people it's simply an experience a personal experience strong enough to have mm -hmm. a dramatic impact on your life yeah for other people spiritual is connected to energy for other people it's connected mm -hmm. to an outside entity and for some of us it might be connected to all of it because we're just a mess yeah. <laughs> why why are you looking at me <laughs> no i'm actually kind of thinking about myself you know, no i'm totally i'm identifying to join, yeah welcome to join the club you know it's a i've in the last 30 years i've gone through phases where i've had a fixed idea about what it is i've gone through phases sure. where I, you know where none of it was real for me and you know the truth is that if it's a if i have a fixed idea about it it dies almost instantly because i can yeah you know i can debate what that means i can you know i can easily prove that that's bullshit and all of that yes yeah. kind of not something fixed you know it's something that keeps changing you know i i often say that, you know that my situation is simply that my head doesn't believe any of it and my heart believes all of it yeah That's, and for a lot of people that that sounds like something that doesn't work but it actually worked pretty well for me i just kind of really shut well. off my head you know as often as i can yeah dive into and and why you know i was thinking before we started recording why is it important for me to have that as a part of my life and there are so many different reasons for it all of them are very intimate all of them are coming from a very deep part of me you know it's number one it seems to be the the base of me you know mm -hmm. who i am the very foundation of who i am and i also thought that you know from a purpose perspective from a goal setting perspective you know from the perspective of of life coaching and all of that that's the spiritual is such an vital part for me because because with without it my intentions will not align with my true desire yeah my true desire lies within the spirit somehow yeah. whether it's my spirit or some other you know you, you can just sure. choose whatever you like there but yeah if i'm not connected to that if i don't practice listening to it i won't have the awareness of who i am how i truly feel and i will be living a, a superstitious you know what do you call it like a superficial kind of life you know it's I'm, i'll be following desires and dreams and ideas or not mm -hmm. but basically which are not mine yeah and I, I need to really connect to mine i need to understand mine yeah to really have the drive to go anywhere. Yeah. What would you say? Hmm. <clears throat> I like how you put that. And it is, it is a extremely personal thing. And, uh, I think that's, what's so fascinating about it. Talking with people. Um, I always look at it like similar to the other two pillars, right? Like everyone has a, there's not such a thing as, some people have a spiritual experience and some don't it's it's present all of the time whether we acknowledge it or not it's kind of like we all have a body we're all having an experience it's neither good nor bad it just is 
the experience that we're having with our body, same thing with the mind, same thing with, with spirit is that I love the word to inspire, to breathe in. It's the thing that, you know, there's two parts of breath. That's what we take in and it's what we exhale, you know, and it's, um, it gives sense and meaning to our larger part in the world. And kind of like you touched on, I think it's really important that we take time to dive into that for ourselves and figure out what is that driving, inspiring force for us to make sense of that thing that can't be seen, that kind of tugs at our heart where our mind chatter wants to shut it down. And how can we have moments where we quiet the mind and we still the body so that we can feel and experience those things. And <clears throat> the best way I can describe it to people is like my goal with my own spiritual journey is to, and I didn't realize this, but it's like, I look out of my skull differently today than I did years ago. My experience with the world around me, how I view people, how I view myself, how I view my family, how I view and experience everything outside of me and the place that I, the role that I play in it changes over time because of attention to what, what I would call spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's incredibly valuable and it would be easy to get distracted by the world and to not quiet the mind and to not still the body and to not pay attention and you're not aware of it. I've been not aware of it, but I'm still having some sort of spiritual experience along the way. I'm just not aware of it. And so part of what we're encouraging, I believe, is that a, an important aspect of this wholehearted living is that we are taking time to sit with and foster and grow our own spiritual experience so that we can be a participant in that process instead of just a bystander. And so, <clears throat> you know, to inspire, to give life to some people, it's, you know, it, it, no matter what we're doing, it's, there's something that's inspiring us. It could be something uncomfortable or comfortable. It could be something that we want it to be or not. There've been time periods in my life where the thing that was inspiring me was, goals and money. You know, that was my spiritual experience was chasing after that thing and getting the results of that thing. I didn't particularly like that part of that phase, you know, <laughs> so I wanted to move on and find something else. Um, but everybody has something that is inspiring them to live. Um, yeah, I don't know. My, my, it, this, it's, it's wispy. This thing is hard to wrap my hands around, you know, I just know what it is, what my experience with it has been. And that's all I can, you know, share is my own experience with feeling as though that thing has changed over time. And I, I really do like what you put where anytime I try to define it and put it in a box, it disappears immediately. Mm -hmm. As soon as I try to tell you what it is, it's like, wait a second, it proves to me it ain't that. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> It's not what you call it, tangible, tangible, what's the word? Tangible, yes. Tangible, yeah? Yep. And I was thinking while you were talking <clears throat> that 
know, what what holds the legs together on the stool is the yeah. circle on yeah. the top. And the circle on the top is so sets a good metaphor for mm -hmm. how it all must work together. Ah. You know, I first I was thinking like these three different pillars are like the snake biting its own tail. You know, it, it's mm -hmm. difficult to see where it begins, where it ends, you know. But the fact is that it's energy. Yeah. And it needs to be in motion for any of it, you know, to be actively working. It needs to be in motion. Yeah. I need to practice my mind, you know, to have a practice of training my mind in any way, mm -hmm. you know, mindfulness, meditation, all of that. I need to have a practice of training my thinking. And a big part of it is to be able to listen to my spirit, yes. to my innermost self or to my subconscious mm -hmm. or be aware to my subconscious if you don't believe in energy or spirit. And by being, you know, by being aware to my subconscious, yeah, I'll realize what it is that I need to do. And then the body kicks in, the body takes care of the actions of doing the stuff. Yeah. And interestingly, if I'm not actively using the body, I will most likely not have the possibility of quieting down for the, for training the mind because mm -hmm. I'll be stressed. I'll be too energetic and I'll be. So it's, it really is a, yeah, you know, a, a circular thing in motion where you, well, you need all three parts and it needs mm -hmm. to be kind of moving between them constantly. Yeah. And as you mentioned, as we mentioned at the beginning that, you know, this is like a three legged stool where the legs are growing because we are growing, but they all kind of need to be growing at a similar pace. Mm. Otherwise we'll feel unfulfilled, in, in, you know, in, yeah. in stages of our lives. Yeah. This all sounds kind of hmm. dramatic, but yeah. it's actually really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And it is kind of dramatic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is kind of powerful how big of a change can occur with, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's beyond thinking. It's beyond our physical bodies when we're talking about spirit. Um, and I can even share an example that happened this week. I'm, you know, I'm riding in the car in a discussion and, you know, to me, spiritual experiences happen in little tiny fits and spurts and also really freaking big ones. Um, but we've talked about the, the value of conversation when in a car or on a hike, because it's like a side by side thing rather than eyeball to eyeball. And it's easier to not feel as defensive, but you know, I had this really wild experience. I'm driving in the car, having a discussion with my wife and some difficult topics come up and I have this, you know, I, I observe this feeling of anxiety come up and I observe my mind telling me, you need to say this, you need to say that. <clears throat> and I just took a deep breath and the sun comes out over the trees and I stay, pre and it's like this, there's this beautiful moment for me that would have been totally unobservable, maybe by my wife, she might've noticed, but I took a deep breath and I just sat with it for a moment and realized that that mind chatter wasn't helping me. And that feeling of anxiety wasn't there to help me. 
And I just stayed focused on the road for a minute and the trees and the light coming through and how beautiful it was. And I sat with it for a moment and from like deep within this quiet thing came up that was like, you don't have to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so I reached over and I grabbed my wife's hand and we just sat in silence for a little bit. And it was a, you know, if she's listening to this, who knows, but it was a very powerful experience for me because I got out of that loop of needing to argue or defend myself or prove a point or any of that. And I won't say this is the first time in our marriage that this has happened, but it was a really important, impactful thing for me to realize, like, you know, here's another one of those moments where I don't have to act. I don't have to do anything. And to me, that was like connecting with the beauty, connecting with my breath, connecting with, you know, realizing, distancing myself from my thoughts, realizing that my thoughts are just the computer up there trying to solve a problem. And sometimes its solutions are complete shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's the drive the car into the lake kind of thing. And I just need to sit with it quietly and wait for the real answer to come. And I don't know where that other voice comes from or that quiet thing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it'd be easy to argue, oh, it's the brain, whatever. But there's a thing that occurs when we sit quietly long enough that a, a quiet, less forceful thought or voice or energy comes up that I choose to believe something about. And then when we listen to that, I have a significantly different experience with what's going on in my life than when I don't listen to it, you know? Yeah. This reminded me of the fact of the, of the idea you know, of how brainstorming works mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the brainstorming you're describing is a negative experience. If you, if you don't catch it and have the awareness, yes, but the opposite is a brainstorming session where the idea is to create a lot of ideas, Yeah, you know, come up with a lot of ideas and the brain is brilliant at that. Yeah. And if you do it well, you do it without judgment. Yeah. So you'll just throw out ideas. You'll have, you know, it's sort of like a twofold thing in the meeting where, where it start where the brainstorming session starts with just judgmental free, put out anything you can think of. Yeah. And then afterwards, you logically start, you know, pulling out the ideas that are actually making sense or worth something. Mm-hmm. And, but if you do it both at the same time, it stops the flow. Mm. So the brain is actually, it's a benefit that the brain is so good with coming up with a lot of ideas. Yeah. You know, but in this context, it basically takes me back to that. The brain will be throwing out constant sort of, (laughs) you know, when it's stressed, when it's in fight or flight mode or anything, it's just like, do this, do this, do this, you know, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And right there is where, I need the awareness more than ever Yeah, to be able to just be in that moment. This is okay. It's great to have all these ideas Mm -hmm. in this sort of context. You're trying to help me. You're trying to save me, Yeah, but you're also acting from 
loads of old traumas that hopefully we've already dealt <laughs> with most of them. We don't need to worry yeah. about this. We are safe. We are okay. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's, uh, and that sort of comes back to training the mind, mm -hmm. you know, to hear, hear the thoughts and, you know, one of the descriptions of what I'd like, you know, what I, what I call spirit is as somebody put it, he just called it the subtle thoughts. Yeah. It's a quiet voice. Yeah. It's, it's not the shouting. Yeah. You know, most of the, after, you know, afterwards, most of the more impactful experiences I've had in my life. Yeah. We're not, we're not like, wow, moment. <laughs> you know, most Subtle. of them were more like, ah, yeah. And then it took days after to sort of digest what just happened. You know, it just, yeah. So commonly. Yeah. Of course, it occasionally will be like a explosion and, you know, phenomenal. And occasionally. It's yeah. just catching a new idea or knowledge, you know, yeah. information about yourself. And it will take the ego a few days, to, yeah. a few weeks to digest what just happened. Yeah. You know, I don't know where I picked this up from. I can't remember, but at some point I heard that the, the saying that, you know, the beast is loud and the spirit is quiet. And I always yeah. think about that when I've got mind chatter going on, that the thing that wants to like in my belief system, the self-sabotaging thing that wants to devour and destroy in my life, right? The beast is loud and forceful. It's you need to do this thing right fucking now. You need to go. You need to say this. You need to act this way. It's it's this powerful, you know, it's it's that, you know, that place that lust comes from. It's the place that, you know, jealousy comes from. It's the place that all of the the really negative things that can destroy my life come from. And the the spirit though is this subtle, quiet thing, like what happened in the in the truck the other day that's like, you don't you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. And it takes a practice of just being quiet enough and being still enough and being able to breathe through that 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 loud noise to be able to hear what is that other thing here? The 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 wisdom that's already within me. Like I don't I don't need anything outside of me right now. I bet the answer is already in there. If I just get quiet enough and listen to that voice that says, you know, whatever it is. And it's, it's powerful when we have a practice where we can hear that thing and listen to it. But I just love that saying. And I remind myself of it regularly. I used to have it written down and just the beast is loud and the spirit is quiet. It's brilliant. And it, it reminded me of the fact that, and this is not supposed to sound egotistical or boasting in any way, but I've been, you know, yeah. I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And with that in mind, you might think you have arrived at a certain stage, <laughs> but my first, first voice is always burn it down, burn it, burn it, it down, down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this shit, you know. And it might be a fraction of a second now instead of yeah. minutes or, or yes. days, you know, but, but it's still but there. It's still the first reaction. You know? Oh, dude. 
We need to get out of this. How do we do it? Burn it. You burn it down, dude. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah. That's literally one of the voices in my head. Set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Torch it, man. Torch it. And it's, you know, it's fun. fun. It's energetic. It's, you know. Yeah. But it's kind of, but it's kind of final, too. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I yeah, it's kind of final. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. Oh man. Yeah. So so what would you say is helpful to you Both. building a spiritual practice? Like how do you how do you integrate spirituality into your life and how do you get in touch with what you would consider the spiritual? My practice has changed many times and, and I think it still varies, you know, between days, mm -hmm. uh, varies between the location I'm at, you know, the opportunities I have, you know, but it can be anything between just finding a quiet three minutes at the bathroom by myself, you know, to yeah. doing you know, several hour long hikes in nature, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's at the core, it's finding the quiet to listen to that, whether you call it voice or guidance mm -hmm. or connect to the subconscious, but to intentionally do that. Yeah to intentionally give yourself the time to connect to that part of you, you know? Yeah. And the more dramatic it is, you know, the more theatric sort of you make it, the more yeah. difficult it is actually to <laughs> practice yeah. it. Because, you know, we, we often attach so many dramatic and colorful things to it that it's almost impossible to do except in one special conditions or circumstances. Yeah. Well, for me, it needs to be something that is accessible sure. anywhere at any time. And, and you know, Andrew Hooperman, mm -hmm. a podcaster and a professor at Stanford University that I listen to quite a bit, he, he actually talks about, uh, you know, he was talking about mind and meditation, mindfulness, and such, stuff, you know, which connect to this, obviously, a little bit. But yeah. He was saying that it's actually been studied that, the worse the conditions, the better the results. Uh, so if you're trying to quiet your mind or meditate, yeah. you know, at a rock concert <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> if you're able to get to that stage in a really, really loud, you know, yeah. intrusive environment, the benefits will be phenomenally much stronger. Yes. And... And the idea he was talking about was basically going against what was easy at the moment. <clears throat> so likewise, when you're in a really quiet, nice, perfect sort of conditions for quieting the mind, yeah, doing an active meditation while walking or moving or running might be the exact opposite to what comfortable would be like. Yeah. So the benefits will be even stronger again. Sure. 
But to begin with, I would absolutely say just figure out any kind of way that feels authentic to you. you yeah. Know? It doesn't matter, you know, number one, fuck everybody's opinion about it. Yeah. You know, number two, fuck your opinions about it, because <laughs> you will definitely have a lot of opinions about it. And I'm not talking about JP, but whoever is listening, yeah. you will definitely have yeah. fears and opinions. And, you know, but first and foremost, just figure out your way. And, you know, for, as I've said before, some people have this need for it to be something more dramatic and spiritual or something. And some yeah. people have no sense of that or need for that or, or believe in that. Yeah. And for them, it's simply having a practice to be able to hear your innermost voice connect to your innermost desires yeah because they will be behind that loud screaming noise whether you call that beast or something else yeah know, so. yeah and the soft quiet voice for me is my authentic self mm -hmm. and i need a practice to connect to it because otherwise i'll generally end up being somebody else than me and I've had that experience so many times, you know, I've hooked yes. up to somebody, some, some, somebody new, you know, wow, that's a really cool dude. I like him, you know, it's a, you know, and I mean, as a friend, you know, yeah. I'm happily married, no. <laughs> but, you know, but I've hooked up with somebody really liked them, you know, and three months later, I realized I've turned into them. Yeah. And, and I don't like me as them. I like them. You know? Yeah. I'm somebody else. I like them as them. I, you know. I've even, I've even built a business, you know, gotten into a career and built a business and, you know, before I realized that I'm actually just living yeah. that guy's life, you know, what's, what's up? <laughs> so I find it more important today than ever to be connected to that true authentic me. Yeah. And, you know, the benefits, I've never been happier. I've never yeah. been more aligned with whatever I want to be doing. I never felt a stronger purpose in whatever I'm doing, you know, even babbling with you on, on the internet somewhere, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, I just feel really aligned with yeah. where I want to be going, moving, doing, and that all of that <clears throat> is aligned to what my innermost desire wants to really do. Sure. And that's basically to leave the world a better place. Yeah. To help as many people as possible find mm -hmm. their sense of purpose or, you know, any kind of happiness. Yeah. To be a force for good in any, yeah. any, any which way. And it's, and it's not to feed the ego. No. It used to be. And I, yeah. I can honestly say it used to be about feeding the ego. Sure. But it's not anymore. I just absolutely love the sense of connection and community mm -hmm. that that creates to be yeah. a part of something, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that's awesome. That tends to be dramatic, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful topic, beautiful, you know, but it's, yeah, it's the real thing, you know, mm -hmm. but luckily just to remind ourselves, there's a lot of bullshit, dirty jokes. Yes. And, <laughs> whatever in there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that is part of what inspires me and gives me breath. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if, if it doesn't have absolutely. a little bit of inappropriateness to it, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can honestly say now having spent time with you, I see that play out in your life and experience that as a friend. And I, so that energy that you just shared about the, the, the thing that inspires you and gives you purpose and meaning, I see that radiate for you fully. And I think that's the Thank most you. authentically aligned thing that I've seen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll just leave that right there. But why I'm drawn to Thank you. do this work with you. I love that. Yeah. And not just to pay for a payback, but I, you know, I, I truly sense that in you too. Yeah. And we haven't mentioned it here, but we actually had the idea of working with each other in two different countries on the same mm -hmm. morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's yeah. how I you know I would say we're aligned with this purpose of this idea. You know, that yeah. we ha we hadn't spoken in weeks basically. Yeah, and I was thinking during the morning I was thinking that you know I really wanted to kickstart this idea of building this course and and then I thought you know wouldn't it be fun to do it with somebody and you know I would love to do it with JP. And, yeah. I don't know, maybe 45 minutes, 50 minutes later, where it was two hours, maybe, maybe because of time difference. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I received the text, you know, yeah. would you like to, you know, and I was just like, <laughs> fuck man, this is just like, meant to be. yeah. Yeah. And pretty cool. Another perfect example for me of, you know, <sighs> spirituality getting to be what you kind of choose to believe about it. It'd be easy to say, Oh, that's random synchronicity or whatever. And I choose to believe that it's little things like that, that I feel like for me make the most sense when I get quiet, that I'm heading in the right direction and that this is, you know, these are the little God winks or universe winks that are reminders of like, like little, little a trail of things left on the ground like oh okay all right we're we're on the right path you know <laughs> yeah. i i truly believe that we are all connected whether yeah. we call that god subconscious energy of the human race or whatever it is i don't know but yeah. i truly believe we are connected and you know i've i've read several different times in different places about this idea of a time for ideas. And there are so many different times in history where the exact same idea emerged yes. <laughs> in, in three or four different places in the world at the exact same time yeah. without any connection between those places or people. Yeah. So it just seems like it's time. You know, mm -hmm. the universe is ready for the next stage or the next level or, you know, whatever. Agreed. Yeah. 
So what, whatever that is, you know, whatever you like to call that, it seems yeah. to be a definite proof that there is something that connects us all. Yeah. You know, a good friend of mine likes to just call it gravity, you know, yeah. yeah. Without gravity, we're fucked, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> facts. You know, yeah. Whether so, gravity has any, any, you know, any more of a connection than, you know, I don't know, but gravity is definitely stronger than me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I always love the visual that's used with, you know, we have this, we know that everything is just vibrating energy and we have this spectrum of energy and then it shows you know, the visible spectrum to humans is like this tiny little, yeah, this tiny little piece, yeah. you know, but we, yet we've already proven that all of these other aspects of vibration exist. We just can't see, touch, feel, hear, taste those things because our sensory inputs aren't there. And, uh, mm -hmm. I think you and I were uh, talking a few weeks ago about Paul Stamets and his research with, um, Oh gosh. Well, I mean, he's just the mushroom guy. He talks about all the different mushrooms all over the earth, but he, there's the one that is, you know, it's the yeah, largest the micro, living, largest living organism on earth. Yeah. yeah. And they've done research micro where microcilium, yeah. something, something like that. Yeah. It's basically the parts of fungus that lives in the ground. Yes. And by his studies, it seems to be, connecting any vegetation on the planet. Yeah. So it's sort of like the neural system. Yes. Yeah. You know, and the theory was that this is why trees know can sense how the other trees are feeling. You know? so, and we haven't, you know, I haven't heard about any studies that go deeper than that, but it's quite possible that the trees might through that also be able to sense how any other types of vegetation or feeling or sensing. Sure. I don't know. You know, I, you know, I don't have the knowledge, you know, the, the, the information needed to, to, to thoroughly understand that. I just find it phenomenally interesting that it's yeah. definitely connecting everything. Yeah. And, and fungus is everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, so God knows, you know, or, yeah. A fungus nose. Or fungus. <laughs> a fungus among <laughs> us. Yeah. A yeah, fungus among us. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, you know, I, I love the idea that you, you know, love the fact that you brought this up. This is uh, something we were brain farting about yeah. a while ago. But, but yeah, it's, uh, we are constantly learning more about the world we live in and a lot of those findings are scientifically showing that a lot of the older science go deeper than we believed before. You know, it's a, yeah. But a lot of the old older scientific ideas that is go deeper than before. So I've sensed a lot in the last 20 years that the unknown or subconscious or energetic and, and hard science yeah. have kind of been meeting more and more, you know, the, the more information we get. Sure. Yeah, but I, I'm sort of, sh I wouldn't say shy, maybe shy about diving into this, you know, because 
I'm obviously not a specialist no. in any sense, you know, in, in this, it's just something that I, and both of us find very interesting as, as laymen. Absolutely. Well, I think the, 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 the value that we can bring to the table is the fact that, you know, I think it's very honest and true to be able to say, certainly not specialists in this area, but very much practitioners of finding a, mm -hmm. a thing that we connect with and, and diving into that and the value that it's created for bringing meaning and purpose and, and, and increased value and happiness and satisfaction and peace to our lives by recognizing that there's this underlying thing in connectedness and making an attempt on a daily basis to practice breath work and meditation and being in nature and all of the things that we do to feel like that we connect with something greater. I mean, fuck, I'm kind of turned off a little bit by people who say that they're experts in this field. Um, but my, yeah, I, I don't think it's an imposter syndrome, but I often think that, you know, I've been living this life sort of mostly consciously practicing something for the last close to 30 years. Yeah. And with all that experience, I probably should be more of an expert than I am, but I don't really know shit, you know, I just, I just love <laughs> Yeah. The practice of it and the, you know, the effects it has in my life, you know? Yeah. The older we get, the less we know kind of. Yeah. Well, it's that, what you've brought it up before, but the, I can never remember the name of the, the curve of knowledge where it's like, the more, you know, the more you realize you really don't know. And so, you know, there oh, yeah, was a time. Like, yeah. Yeah. There was a was time my, many years ago. One of my favorite graphs of all times yeah they basically it, it draw you know drew a circle and on the circle there was like you know three percent yeah which was the stuff i know yeah and then was something that was just like a line in it which said no one was the line that said the stuff i know then it was like a three percent that said the stuff i know i don't know yeah. And then the rest of the circle is the stuff that I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know that I don't know it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I don't know it because I just, you know, haven't, have don't have a clue. You know? Yeah. But yeah, just seeing that graphic graphically. Yeah. Affected me quite a lot. There's something powerfully off. Sorry. The, no, 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 not at all. Um, I just think there's something powerfully authentic with, acknowledging that <clears throat> instead of assuming or, or like the, the imposter syndrome that you're talking about, like feeling as if I need to know more than I think I know already. And the truth of the matter is I probably have a greater depth and wealth of experience than I am willing to acknowledge, but there's a, a humble place of, of, um, uh, I would rather err on the side of assuming that I don't know shit than project that I know more than I do, you know? Um, and the, the purpose for me was never 
to study something to know yeah. it or to study something to teach it or to yeah. know it. The purpose was always just to have the experience. Yeah. See what happens, you know. How does this feel? Why should I do this? You know, is it making me feel better? No. Okay, fuck it. Let's try yeah. something else. Is it, you know, and then yeah. Sort of just trial and error. So. Well, I always joke yeah. that I, I still want the big buzz. Like, you know, as a person in recovery, when I was out using and drinking, like I wanted, I didn't want a little, I wanted a lot. I wanted the biggest buzz that you could possibly get. And that's still true yeah. for me today. Like I just don't use substances, but what I love about a spiritual practice is getting the benefit of experiencing life on a grander level and having more meaning and value behind it than it would if I didn't do that thing. Like, it doesn't matter to me what other people think, but the experience of that morning in June or July of this year, when we realized we were both having the same thought on two different continents was mm -hmm. a big fucking buzz for me and still yes. kind of is, you know, now we could choose to believe it's something else but having a spiritual matter, practice <laughs> makes it more valuable to me and it makes it special and so i fucking love that so why do i do some of these things because i still want the big buzz i still want life to feel powerful and meaningful and like there's there's a greater design to it rather than just we're here to buy shit and sell shit and take shits and die. <laughs> like, you know, like that's that's a boring story. It's a boring that's story. A boring story. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If that, I think I'm still the same. That you know, I still am after the big bus. Mm -hmm. But I think my big bus has changed. Oh a yeah. Lot. You know my. This is very cliche, kind of, you know, but my big bus today would be to see my kids thrive. Yeah. You know, to see them having somehow groundbreaking experiences in, in their lives, to go and grow through difficulties, you know, to deal with all kinds of stuff. While at the same time, you know, I love, you know, learning something new about myself or realizing, you know, it's a, we were talking about it the other day that, it's just a strange place where finding a new thing yet that I have to deal with in myself has yeah. to become exciting, <laughs> you know? Oh, look, something else to change. Yeah. I said, Oh fuck. I'm fucked. I have to do something about it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah. <I'm fucked>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's somehow it's become well exciting, you know? Mm. And, when I started this journey a long time ago, you know, it was, was not welcome anywhere close to that. It was just like, yeah. again, fuck, lots of fucking hate, you know, it's a, fuck. yeah. But, you know, I, I know this has nothing to do with the podcast. I just wandered off emotionally yeah. and this thing popped up. <laughs> on my phone i guess this is you yeah wedding ready elliot elliot texted me uh this morning he was like dude some guy in pants is with your wife 
(laughs) That's literally the first time I've worn pants in like a year. (laughs) Some dude with pants on is stealing your girl. (laughs) She seems to like it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Well, dude, I appreciate you, brother. But yeah. I'm not, sure, my I'm not sure what all we covered, but I think it makes sense to me. You know, for me to close it down is simply just to remind all of us that this is about finding a tool that works mm-hmm. for me, finding yeah. something that makes sense to you and consistent, consistently do it over a little while to see if it's doing something for you. Yeah. Because I did not sit down to meditate and it actually took me a long time to be able to meditate in the first place because I'm hyperactive, you know, my brain is always on and all of that. So it took me a long time. I I used all kinds of methods and means, you know, when I'm meditating by myself, I still very commonly will use an app with some kind of guidance because otherwise I'm just all over the place. Yeah. But just try something, you know, figure out something that might suit you. Try mm-hmm. it for a little while because the first couple of sessions are not going to be life changing or, well, they actually might, but most commonly it's not likely. Mm-hmm. Just try, you know, trial and error. Yeah. If it doesn't do anything for you, fuck it. Try something okay. else. Try something else. It, if it's working for you, awesome. Dive deeper, yeah. you know? Yeah. And absolutely mainly because we need it. We need to be yes. connected to our authentic selves to be able to figure out where we want to go, you know, to, yeah, as we were talking about before, this is all mm. of it is connected, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is the, the least. We sing, we left the, what was the word used, you know, the laughing wheezes that we've recorded so far, but, but I love this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. It absolutely is great. Um, it's essential. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would agree that meditation is the greatest tool that I've Mm -hmm. used over the last 17 years now on and off and more consistently in the last few years, but taking a few moments and I do the guided stuff too. Um, you know, I'll either use insight timer without a voice or I'll use 5% happier or, uh, uh, waking up with Sam Harris is another really good one, or there's several that I've used, but I find I have to have something to engage in the, the sitting quietly and, you know, and just meditating on my own, unless I'm in nature, I can very comfortably Mm -hmm. do it when I'm in the woods or by a river or on a peak or something like that. I don't have any issue with staying focused because there's so much sensory things coming in to kind of calm you, but Mm -hmm. taking a couple minutes a day to try to quiet the mind and still the body and then just see and experience what comes up is just an essential part of this. And and most of us, including myself, wake up to an alarm, feet on the floor and race out into the day 
only to collapse and fall asleep in the, at night. And we don't stop long enough to take the time to just breathe and be present in the moment. And it is so powerful what can occur in small increments over a long period of time when you build that practice into your life. And so mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, it's a way that I start nearly almost every day. And as a therapist, it's something that I try to do in between clients. It's a, an amazing tool where if I've had a, I won't even call it a difficult, but a heavy session with somebody that is, it's been a lot and I feel a frenetic energy from it. I can't go to sleep. I can't leave work. I can't, but I can sit quietly and meditate for two or three minutes and literally feel like the whiteboard has been erased. Like all of the drawings there have been wiped clean and I can, and I can show up fresh for the next thing that I'm about to do. And so, you know, I've never found that even a workout or a, you know, a conversation doesn't do that for me quite like meditation does. And so it's an essential tool for me that I think is underutilized by. Superpower, it, man. Yeah, it really, it really genuinely is. To be able to deal with whatever is happening. Yeah. With a quiet mind is just phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you lovely people out there connect to any of this, uh, you know, connect to what we've been talking about in the last few episodes, especially the last, you know, this one and the last two before about the body, mind, the spirit, uh, we will be hosting a, a man's program and it will be coming out somewhere soon after the turn of the new year, where we dive deeper into this and where we will give you the tools and and the you know the presence to be there with you and sort of yeah try this out and figure these things out and you know if you feel drawn to this i would absolutely love to have you on board and, and work yeah. with you and if you know that you, you already have the sense that this is something that's gonna might be beneficial for you which i am absolutely positive it will be yeah then Easiest way right now to let us know. Just you can just drop us a line on on Instagram on Bears in Apparel. Yep. Send us a DM with your email or you know any kind of information. Yeah, and we'll, we'll send you information when it when it comes out to the world in yeah twenty twenty three. You know. Yep. I would love to have you around. Yes, very much so. Awesome. Right, can, my friend. Uh, Yes, uh, you can continue to follow us on YouTube and watch these. Uh, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're working on all sorts of stuff in the background. And, and when we get website and all that up, we'll, we'll let you know. But thank you so much for listening. If you're this far enough in, we very much appreciate it. And uh, another good session. Thanks, Bati. Wow, Have a good that was so nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> He said my name! <laughs>